You're listening to The Body Uncovered. I'm Michelle Bond, exercise physiologist and published researcher serving clients since 1999. If you want to dig past the magazine headlines and learn how the body actually works, I'll show you how to develop a can-do attitude with a body that you can depend on. Stay tuned and let's get uncovered. Bond, your host for The Body Uncovered. Well, we're back today talking about muscle. Uh, last time I talked about a resistance training program that was more endurance-based, sort of like the base camp that you need to attend before you move on to strength training. Very important that you build up a base uh, element in your routine before you just start jumping into something super heavy. Uh, what's really great about this is when you embark on a strength training program, you are actually dealing with not just, say, feeling stronger or being able to lift more or do heavier work, but you're able to do that because of the physiology of the actual muscle fiber or the muscle cell. So last time, I talked about a neurological component where your nervous system was getting more trained to do that thing with a certain amount of load, that thing being a particular exercise. And now you're getting ready to actually change the muscle fiber. So what does that mean? Well, there's something called a sarcomere, and it's the contractile unit for the muscle fiber. So what's that? Well, it contracts and relaxes and it produces the force. So when you embark on a strength training program, you're actually going to be able to add more of these contractile units. So as you do that, the muscle fiber may get a little bit more full, let's just say. So that's why I always say sometimes the commercial fitness industry comes up words with like sculpting and toning, and you've heard me mention that before. But this is the reason why those muscles are looking from the outside anyway the way they do, because you're actually adding contractile units. And that's a lot of power. I mean, that's pretty amazing that the body can make more of these units just by putting in some effort. And that's what I wanted to talk about too was the mindset, but I'm going to get to that in just a moment. Some of the benefits of participating in a strength training program, uh, I'm going to give the parameters of that in a moment, are uh, helping out with hormone levels. I'm not going to get into the details of that because that's beyond the scope of this uh, podcast and of my knowledge, but there is a lot that has to do with hormone levels. Also, something called calcitonin, which um, can help people with um, diabetic issues. Um, there's You're creating more lean muscle mass, and that's just good for overall energy output and metabolism. Remember I talked about last time that when you do cardiovascular and weight training or resistance training exercises, you are increasing not only the size of the mitochondria, but the amount of mitochondria in each muscle cell. And that's 
the structure in the muscle cell that uses or burns fat as fuel. So it through this whole large molecular um, chain reaction, I'll say, it the fat basically makes its way into this structure, the mitochondria, to be used as fuel, okay? So think about it. If you have more of those and they're bigger in size, what do you think that's going to do for you? Plus, you're burning more calories at rest. So lean muscle is just a great thing to preserve as well as to increase. Um, but as far as the mindset goes, you know, you, you really got to bring it when you want to do strength training. You can't be la-di-da. That is why it is really important to have that base fitness at the beginning. So in other words, I mentioned last podcast, you know, six to eight, maybe even 10 weeks of doing 15 to 18 repetitions. You need to have that base set because if you really want to make that change, you do have to take it to the grit, which I use with my clients all the time. And it's not the same. Make this very clear. It is not the same as no pain, no gain. That's a totally different mindset. This is a controlled effort in your mind because you have the confidence, because you know you spent a certain amount of weeks getting ready for this. Okay, because remember I said it's not just about the muscle tissue. It's about the connective tissue, um, tendons, ligaments, and all the fine spewing around and around the muscle cell, through the muscle cell, branching out to other areas. I call that fascia, which is the soft tissue component of the connective tissue system. And that has to be, not has, it must be conditioned absolutely before you get involved in this type of program, this strength training program. So when you know your body is ready, you are better equipped to have a can-do attitude. Okay, that's what I tell people. You're going to get a can-do attitude with a body you can depend on. That is part of my whole podcast uh, tagline that I have in my intro and outro. Okay, like that, the mindset for strength training, you need to be in it. So if you're having a day where you're just not feeling right, either don't do weights at all or just go back to the, resist, the, the, the easier resistance training you did in the endurance phase. Okay, you need to be there because the programming is doing three sets of eight to 12 repetitions. Okay. So you got to choose a weight that you can get to at least eight repetitions, but not more than 12. If three sets is too much, by all means, do two. You might even start out with one set just to give it a try. That would be my recommendation for those of you that have never pushed yourself in this way. Do one set of eight to 12. Um, for each exercise. And so you would have five to eight exercises working major muscle groups of the body. The next parameter is how many times a week do you do it? I would say start out with twice a week. And for beginners or people returning to this phase that haven't done it in a while, 
I would leave more than 24 hours. That's sort of the golden rule. Leave 24 hours in between um, exercise bouts for this parameter of strength training. I would say leave two days, maybe three, because if you're doing it twice a week, you could do it Monday, Thursday. Instead of Monday, Wednesday, it'd be Monday, Thursday, or Monday, Friday, and then return to it the following Monday. You have to see what you can do. Um, you know, a, a faster result is going to be, say, three days a week. Anything more than that, I'd have to talk to you individually. It's just going to depend on the person. I don't want to give blanket advice in a podcast for every single body because that's not what I do. I'm a customized programmer. But for the sake of this information right now, I'll say two days a week minimum and three days a week maximum until I have a chance to to talk to you on the phone about what you need. But again, we're taking in consideration that connective tissue because that's the issue where injuries occur. So um, the programming would be again, I mean, if, if you want to, you could start out with once a week. I'm, I'm all for people just at least trying it. But for those of you that are ready to jump in after you've done your six, eight, 10 weeks of building up to this, twice a week, leave more time in between, and don't change any parameters after the first week. So if you do two exercise bouts and you say, hey, I feel great, I'm gonna up the game, I'm gonna up the weight, I'm gonna up the amount of times a week, don't do that, absolutely don't. Here's why. Exercise is cumulative. It's stress on the body still, okay? So if you're starting something new like this, Give it two or three weeks. I'd say a good three or four weeks before you start making any changes to the parameters. Um, meaning, you know, more times a week or more weight. So take your time. The last thing is when you get to 12 repetitions on, say, both sets, two sets or three sets, then you can go ahead and take the weight up by a certain percentage. Sometimes in the gym, it only, you have to, you know, they only, the weights only come in certain increments. You'll go from 12 and a half pounds to 10 pounds, and then the next increment is 15. So you don't really have a choice. Okay, here's a workaround. So if you can't get to eight repetitions on a given set at your new weight that you've chosen, be safe. Do four, do five. Work your way up to eight. And then eventually 12. If it's safe, you'll know your joints, your shoulder joint, elbow joint, knee joint, hip joint. You'll know if something's not feeling right. You'll know. If you're on a machine at the gym, it goes, by, it goes up by certain increments. You don't have any control over that. So again, the number one thing is to be safe. And then you know, you can see where you're at after three or four weeks and then say, okay, let me decide what parameters I need to change. Is it more weight? Is it more exercises maybe? Is it more times a week? But don't change any parameters until you've had a good three or four weeks under your belt so that you can attribute your success or your setback to a specific things or specific parameters, okay? 
So to kind of wrap it up, we have physiological changes that happen to the body that have many benefits for the body. Okay, you've got to have a great mindset. You need to be in it to win it for this. Okay, it's not, it's not like I said, it's not the no, uh, you know, no pain, no gain thing. But it's, it's a mindset of, I'm going to see what I can do because I've prepared for this from the previous phase of training. And then lastly is the programming. Okay, how many times a week? How much weight should I lift? How many muscle groups I should work? And so forth. So again, um, I have an ebook on my website. I'll put that in the show notes. It goes into this deeper as well as some other awesome training parameters as far as what to do when and how and some of the fitness fallacies out there that are misleading exercisers about what's the actu- uh, what actually happens to the body when it's exercising and losing weight. Um, so make sure to check that out. But until next time, I hope you stay motivated and moving. And I look forward to giving you more information in the next episode. But until then, stay uncovered. This podcast and related materials is for general informational purposes only and is not meant to be a substitute for medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Seek medical clearance before starting any exercise program. The user assumes all risk. Until next time, stay uncovered.